Good morning, podcast, and welcome to a new episode on the Pierre T. Lambert Show. I hope you're having an amazing day and that you're ready for yet another episode with a great guest. I know it's been a while, and that's for a good reason. I was traveling in the middle of the Pacific to bring you your next guest. His name is Ryan Bourne. Ryan is a videographer and photographer who shoots a lot on the water. He's currently working for Coral Garners, a non-for-profit in French Polynesia, helping restore the coral reefs, but also educate and raise awareness for people around the world as to why we should save the ocean, how we should protect it, and how we should restore it. His work is incredible. I'm talking about amazing visuals of him next to great tiger sharks and whales and rays. I mean, what he does is beautiful. He captures it beautifully and he's able to tie it down into a beautiful stories. Recently, they work on a few video projects. One of them went completely viral and we're gonna dig into that episode as to how they built that project, how it went viral and what and how he got started in life. How did he actually end up in the middle of French Polynesia working for those guys when he's coming from thousands of miles away. He was in a pretty dark place at one point, didn't know if he would make it in any kind of project he had in mind and things were tough and that is why his story is so beautiful and inspiring at the same time. So with no further ado, let's welcome Ryan to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Ryan. Well, thank you very much. It's an absolute pleasure, pleasure to be here. The pleasure is all mine, Ryan, because I've been admiring your work for quite some time now. And I was like, okay, one day we need to get Ryan on the podcast. He has to share his stories, how he got so good and like what's his vision is, how he like achieves those like really cool shots on the water and blends them into cool videos. In order to start, I want to start somewhere a little bit. Um, we're not going to start at the beginning of your story. I kind of want to ask you, how did you end up with Coral Gardeners? Okay, it's a pretty long story. I'm going to try to make it as short as possible. Oh, t take all your time you want. Like the, the longer, yeah, the more sure? details, the better. Yeah, everyone wants to hear the real one. Okay, so let's go then. <laughs> so, well, where do I even start? Um, let's go back to the summer of 2017. So I was, I graduated uh, from high school. I got like scientific degree in, in like uh, science and engineering because I wanted to be a fighter pilot. That, that was like my dream job. That's what I was working for. And so during this last year, uh, I start, I, I saw like a video of, I don't remember exactly, but maybe it was like Sam Calder or Matt Como or like some, some artists like this. And it just like blew my mind that they were able to do such crazy visual like with a camera. And I was like, wow, I, I, I've never like felt like this kind of stuff, uh, watching like a piece of content. And I was just like blown away. And I was like, wow, it would be so nice if someday I could like manage to achieve like those things. So I, st I started to get very curious. It, like photography and videography were not, uh, in my plans at all. Uh, and so I just got curious and I started typing like, okay, how does the camera works? Uh, what are the settings, the, the, what are the softwares, the workflow, all that stuff. And since I was like, uh, during school, like school was the worst period of my life for sure. I was like super, uh, I was always like put on the side. I was like very, I don't want to say lonely, but I was, people would put me on the side, but I was like, uh, 
subtracting subtracting myself as well so it was like hmm. i had a lot of time with myself <laughs> so so I, I was like and i i had like all that anger you know and and because people would make fun of me i was like super skinny i was like not very confident i was i had so much insecurities and and anxiety and so I, w I had just like that fire inside of me like to prove them wrong you know and to 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 just like show them show them that i could make something but i was like okay give yours like just invest in yourself then don't waste your time like like being angry or just like uh being depressed just invest in yourself uh, i watched all the youtube tutorials i could ever find some of your uh as well uh, like <laughs> I would recommend like uh, Peter McKinnon and his friend Maddie. Like basically everything I know about like cameras uh, and like the the job I do now, it's thanks to them. Like, oh wow, good that's awesome! Data. <laughs> it's crazy. And so yeah, I watched like all the tutorial tutorials that I could, and it was starting to grow as a hobby on the side. But my main passion was aviation. So I tried to put the two together and I started to take photos of airplanes. So I would like go to all the air shows I could, I could attend and try to get the shots of the fighter jets because that was the, the way I could get closer to my dream. And, and I start to like really fell into it and I, I wanted like to get a better, uh, camera. I, I got like a, I, I saved all my money and, and spent it on like a 7D Mark II was like my first uh, proper pro camera. And then I rent like this massive Sigma uh, 150-600. And, and I went like to a hair show. I was like super happy. And then I came back from the air show and I opened an open Lightroom for the first time. It was like super hard in the beginning. But I, I, ha I had watched so much tutorials that I had like kind of a base. So yeah, that's really where it all started the summer 2017. And so I graduated and then the next step was like, but okay, now you need to uh, enter the selections for the Air Force. But uh, it didn't happen quite like that. Like we had uh, in September of 2017, we had like one of the biggest hurricane that, that hit the island where I grew up. So mm -hmm. I was born in the Caribbean island and I grew up there. Mm -hmm. But I had to move to France to study. So I was in France finishing my studies. And so this big hurricane hit and we were like, okay, we need just to, to go back to the island and see, see how the family is and, mm -hmm. and, and just like make sure everything is okay and, and try to spend some time there to reconstruct everything and, and take some, and I needed some time to, to really think about what I want to do with my life. Cause it was like, it's not an easy career. Like fighter pilot is like super hard to achieve. And, and my grandfather is like one of the best French uh, fighter pilot. And so I had like quite a lot of pressure on me, but maybe I was living someone else's dream. I, I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, I had like so much pressure. And at some point I just got disgusted of the job, hmm. even though I still think it's one of the most beautiful job in the world, but uh, I have so much respect for it. But maybe it wasn't quite what I, what I, it wasn't quite uh, who I really was. Mm -hmm. And so my father was a bit like angry because uh, I, I, it's been like so many years that I was just like uh, telling, saying that I wanted to do this. I was working, I did my studies in order to get this job. And then I just quit 
at the just at the beginning just as i like touching the dream and i just quit you know yeah and so it was super hard period because everything we went back everything was destroyed and it was like a big reset i push a reset on my life for the first time and uh like what do i do now and it was i was super lost uh it was crazy i went back and uh, like nobody all my friends were like studying me i stopped yeah. school because i didn't school wasn't for me anymore i, I never liked school yeah and i didn't want to continue my studies so it was pretty straightforward now you need to work and make some money and start living like a an adult life so i was uh, 18 years old i got my driver license and we were in a phase where we had like to reconstruct the whole island because everything was destroyed so i i was looking for jobs and the most like the first job i got was uh, at a junk removal company <laughs> so we were like <laughs> picking up the trash uh, every morning at, at people's house and helping to remove all the uh, all the 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 pieces of everything like obviously when you have a hurricane like all the houses are like quite destroyed you have like yeah. pieces of everything like cars are uh, flipped over on the side of the road like it's it's like what you see in the movie like after like a big uh like the apocalypse or something like this so yeah we had like to clean everything and and that's where uh my my boss was crazy he just let me because he he saw that I was serious and he just let me like drive the big trucks even though i had like he didn't care i had like no no light driver license like for the commercial trucks and everything i just had like my driver license for like not even a month and i was like <laughs> 18 years old <laughs> and he just gave me the truck and he okay do this do this and so it it gave me some confidence back yeah because i i was like in a super hard uh, dark place and so i was like okay so it was a very tough job but i really loved it because it, it taught me so much like uh knowing that you have to work uh, in order to get things out of life yeah and and you you stay humble like you you start small uh every job there's no like uh how do you say uh there's no job that has uh, more or less value than another one they're just mm -hmm. different so you have to pay respect to anyone you you meet like don't don't take don't take yourself too seriously if you're like doing a high paying job and you 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 meet someone who is doing like uh, uh picking up the trash you know really yeah. it really put things in, in perspective and i really loved it because it, it, it taught me so much and so that's a great advice so i was i was now like 18 years old i was earning uh i was making good money because it was a hard job but it was paid well and i had like no rent so i was like okay you can stay like this for the rest of your life and pick up trash every morning and, and do this which is fine some people do it but i i, I knew I, there was like more to see in the world i knew there was the truck was more. not as fast as a fighter plane <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it was it was it was fun but it was like starting to get get old and and yeah. and uh not very good for the health because we were always lifting heavy things and, and it was mm. like and so i was like yeah there's there's got to be something more for me out there and and i just i was like okay but what do you do now like hmm. so i had like photography and videography on the site that i was super passionate with 
And I was starting to do it as a hobby. And yeah. And then I just say, okay, if you want to try this, because people were like, oh, I like your pictures. Uh, there, there's something to it. You know, they, 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 they saw something in mm-hmm. me that uh, I wasn't seeing. I was like, oh, I'm just enjoying this stuff. But they saw something that, that I wasn't seeing. And so they advised me like, yeah, you should continue this. You should try, try this. And so I was like, okay, so if I go with this career path, I have to go all in. So I saved all the money I could. And I bought, I, I started to buy like the best gear uh, money could buy at this time. So I, I saved and I got like a 1DX with like a 1DX Mark II with like 1635 F28. Wow. Like all the, all the best gear I could dream of. I, I was just like, if you want to do it as a professional, you got to get the professional gear and learn how to use it and, and start to work. Yeah. So I did this. Uh, I started like to do a couple shootings for free in the beginning for friends and stuff, try to build a portfolio. And after uh, I opened them, I opened my, uh, how do you say, like small um, company. So I yeah. could like make, make a living out of it. So then I was like working two jobs. I was doing my truck uh, stuff uh, in the, in the day. And whenever I had time, I was like shooting photography and videography, trying to, in the beginning it was like, was pretty hard like because you're doing it for free but it takes up all your free time so yeah yeah all this period was like work 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 uh non-stop just because i knew because i had like no friends i wasn't super social i've never had like i i was never like super social i had only like a few friends and i've i've never been part of the cool kids group you know yeah uh so yeah I was like, fuck, I had so much <laughs> anger in me. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, 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 to prove, you know, I, I, I used like, it's not good. I wouldn't recommend it, uh, for long term fuel, but anger and hate and aggressivity, uh, frustration. It's a very efficient fuel, uh, in the beginning, but you gotta be careful to, to not like use it for an extended period of time because it can have some side effects, uh, after. But with balance, like everything in life with balance, it's, it can be a very nice fuel. It, so it sounds that, like, it sounds like you were not using it as fuel, but you were directing the energy that comes from it into your yeah. passion, which I, yeah. I feel like is a little bit different than using it straight because then you just get, you're just you you're just angry yeah. in yourself but i, yeah, I think it's, it's a good pers- perspective i've never seen that way uh, but yeah all the the negative energy uh trying to yeah trying to exactly as you said trying to direct it somewhere where it where it would like um pay off later yeah. like the delayed gratification is a big one for me i really believe in this uh, yeah it's it's so all yeah. about channeling you have the energy now do you direct it into more like yeah, dark places could, or do I, you direct it into your into your exactly. passion I, I could have done like i was making good money i was like uh i could have just like settle and 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 spend all my paycheck in parties and just like what are the people i was working with uh, were yeah. doing and i was like but this is this really what i want to get out of life hmm. and i was like hell no it's not for me so i was like work hard now and after you're gonna enjoy for sure and 
and yeah. you're gonna make something. You you gotta get out of this situation because this is not something that I could like live on forever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I created my company. Uh, I've decided like I saw like the potential in drone, so I, I decided to uh, get my license to do things properly and and make money out of it. It was a, a big invest 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 investment investment. Yeah, investment as well but uh, i think it's totally worth it if you want to do things to go a hundred percent in and do things properly because after if you want to lend like clients if you don't have your license you're gonna you're gonna miss some opportunities for sure and uh, i think the less um steps like because if let's say you have a project and you 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 can do underwater you can do uh, online mm-hmm. shooting but then you you have to hire someone else to do the drone. Maybe you're missing some stuff. But it, I think you can do uh, everything at once. Just, just like a different way of seeing things. But so I got this drone license, started my company, and and that's pretty weird because everything was starting to to go in the direction I wanted. Like I, I was starting to transition and, and do this this passion as a job more and nice. more often. Often. And then on this, I was feeling dead inside. I was really? feeling empty. Yeah, I was like, and then it made me super scared because I was like, but then if this doesn't like make you happy and enjoy uh, life, then what will, you know? <laughs> it was like super hard, super hard period. So what were you I, shooting? What kind of jobs were shoot- you shooting? Maybe. Uh, it was like, a bit of real estate mm-hmm. and and yeah it was hard to get paid for some stuff i was yeah. like trying to shoot like because i i've always been passionate about like sports so I, I wanted to shoot sports but sports is it's not a good place for to make money especially like kite surfing and windsurfing but yeah. that's what that's the stuff that excites me because you have to get into the action yeah so yeah, it was super, super hard, but, uh, and even like to get, cause I was like, okay, it's so nice. I have a good photo here. Uh, maybe if it, if it makes the cover of a kitesurfing magazine or if the, the brand of the boards like it, maybe I can get some money, but this industry has just no money. So, so no, you just end up giving the photos for free in exchange of like exposure, but it's, yeah. it's fine. You gotta start somewhere and. And yeah, it was, but it was, I was not in an environment that were making me like super happy. And I was not seeing, I had no social life. I was not seeing anyone Mm. else outside of work. That's, Uh, that's double, double the difficulty because as an entrepreneur, you're already lonely (laughs) from, from the basic of being an entrepreneur is you're lonely. And for anyone listening who thinks, oh, you're so social. Remember if you're an entrepreneur, even if you have employees, the dynamic is never the same as having friends doing the same things. It's not the same having employees. It's because they're working with you or for you. Uh, Or if you're alone, you're alone. (laughs) If you're like one man (laughs) show, like we all start, it's, uh, it's really difficult. No one talks about that part. Oh, it's it's actually interesting. I I, I kind of like it. I mean, I, I got super used to spending time alone. Now I, I enjoy it a lot because I have now, now I have like a balance, a good balance. I have like some people I really care about on the side and it's important. Like you don't, uh, for me, it's all about quality over quantity. So mm. 
I, I rather have like a small circle of people that I there's a real uh, strong relationship with and I can really count on instead of having 50 friends and and it doesn't mean anything in the end you know they're just it's yeah. just talking so yeah and so much for me it's so much waste of energy because you're just like trying to please everyone and and it's tiring yeah. at some point so yeah but so you and end up you end up in that so you're starting to make things work but you're feeling lonely and you're you're questioning like oh do i actually like that what what happened next yeah I, I remember the worst feeling was like you wake up in the morning and you just want to die. Like <laughs> you, you, you pray for yeah. like a lightning to just finish you <laughs> and you, you just don't wake up and I, you, you want to quit. I wanted to yeah. quit so bad, but at some point, at this point, I had made so much like investment and spent so much time investing in myself, trying to learn. I was like, no, there, you, you gotta keep going. You gotta keep going. You're not, you haven't done all this for nothing. You know, you, yeah. you just, just gotta stick with it and it's, it's gonna get better for sure. And so, yeah, it was hard. I was crying on the way to work every morning. I remember it was like, it's not, not a fun time, but, uh, yeah, I kept pushing. And so, It was two years ago. Uh, maybe I, I started seeing the coral gardeners on Instagram. Yeah. And I, it, it caught my eye because I was like, wow, these guys are, are changing the game basically because I've always wanted to care about the environment, but I never liked the style of like the other NGOs, which is, seems more like yes. poops and like uh, childish, you know? Well, no offense, I respect the work they're doing. It's amazing. However, the style and the communication is not quite on point, I, yeah. I think. And so I was blown away that core gardeners like managed to take something that is not seen as cool, like caring mm -hmm. for the environment and, and gardening corals and planting corals. But then they had such a good style that it, it, for young people like me, It, it made me just want to get involved and, and be part of this group. And I, I thought they were doing some super cool stuff, like uh, always in the water. Like, uh, And they grew up on an island just like me, so I could really relate to what they were doing. And they, But they were like swimming with sharks and, and get, uh, being with the, wave, the waves and the swimming with whales was crazy. So I was like, wow, it would be so nice to like shoot with them and, and, and make stuff with them. And so I kept that in the back of my mind and I kept like hustling and, and I just, I went like downhill, downhill, downhill to a point where I was like, I don't, I, I, I was questioning myself. Like, do I really want to keep going? Do I want to live uh, anymore? I was like, what, well, what do we do next? Hmm. And then, and then I, I saw like, um, an Instagram story saying, uh, from Coral Gardeners, it was like a job description. Uh, saying that they were looking for like for photographer, videographer, video editor. I was like, wow, okay. Uh, I'm not super good at all those things, but, uh, but, but why not? It would be super nice. I was like, I had like, I had joy. I was like, wow, super nice. And then I didn't reply. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, I didn't reply because I was like, I, I, I didn't feel confident enough. Oh no, it's it's one of yeah. those moments you're like super pumped and then your your confidence just fades yeah. away like 10 seconds after. I felt like so much anxiety. I was like, but I, I 
these guys are way cooler than me. Uh, like, there's no way I can do cool stuff with them. Like, I'm, I'm not worth it. And so I didn't reply. And then I, I felt like, like, I felt really, really bad for a long period of time. Huh? Yeah. And this was like back in February, 2019. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, so I kept it going. I was like going through this dark, dark time. And three months later, I saw the story again. Oh, <laughs> you're like, okay, this is too much. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, cause I was like in the, the first time and I didn't reply. I was like, okay, but if it's, if it's really what I want to do, if it's really meant to, 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 to happen, uh, it will come back. So yeah, I, I really like, uh, set my intention and i was like it's it's gonna come back like i need to i need to it's this or uh or i end up in a bad place like it's it's gotta be my my way out so i would i stay confident and i say okay if it but it, i i promise myself if it ever comes back you just jump on it this time you don't like you don't do stupid stuff and so yeah I was at work uh, at lunch during my break. I was like scrolling through Instagram and then, uh, I saw it again. So then I was like, Oh my God. Okay. This time, <laughs> this time I reply. And so, yeah, I said, send them like a message. Uh, I was super, super stressed because like I was waiting for the reply. It was such a fun, such a fun moment. But, and then we, we chat back and forth and. I explained them like everything I have, all the gear, all the stuff. And it was super funny because I wanted to get into underwater photography and I was going to do it anyway uh, on my island uh, at home. So I ordered my housing and maybe three days after I saw the story on Instagram. So it was like Amazing. everything was coming together and uh, we did a Skype uh, with the founder, Titoin, and it was super fun. Like, uh, I, I, I pick up the phone and we were like chatting as we were friends for like 10 years. It was pretty, pretty interesting, pretty fun. And so at the end of like the 15 minute call, it was like, it was basically like, yeah, you, you do some video. No, no, no. I saw your Instagram. You know how to use Premiere. A couple questions, but on their side, never, nothing was really serious and set up. So it was not. When I see now the requirements to join Coral Gardeners, like the interview and stuff, I was like, oh my God, there's no way I could have done this, you know, and get through the selection. Yeah. But uh, at this time, it was just the beginning. It was just like fun. And, and at the end of the call, he's just, okay, bro, uh, come to Morat. There's like a bed for you and we're, we're waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, yeah. so for anyone, for anyone listening, if you ever go to Morat, go say hi to Coral Gardeners, but if you get to meet the founder, Titoine, and even even everyone, Tao and everyone, they just have that vibe where you just feel yeah. welcome the moment they see you. Like, and it's incredible that 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 feeling. You're like, whoa, man, what's up? We've never met, yeah, but I feel like nice. we've been friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> super friendly, always a good vibe. Uh, I love it. And now it's like my they're like my family. Uh, I super nice they're strong like i love those people uh coral gardeners i've met like the most amazing people and i'm super grateful to work with them every day it's super so nice now they're we're like brothers so yeah i quit my job i quit everything how I, quickly did you quit everything the the next day huh? i told my boss uh, <laughs> but he kind of knew because i was yeah. like i told him 
I work for you. I give all. I give my best. I give everything. But you know that I have photography and videography on the side, and I just want you to know that if there's, because I was kind of waiting for that opportunity to just yeah, and I I, I kind of prepared myself for it, but I didn't know when it will come. But I I set myself, and I always repeat myself that it was just. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when it's gonna happen. Yeah. And and I really yeah, and so then it happened, and I told him yeah I just quit that's it you I I I told you I I, I give my best at work but uh, if I have an opportunity to live I just live, and he was super fine with that because I I, I was serious at work. So yeah, I quit everything. I get a flight uh, a plane ticket to Moria, and I just live. I was, I just. I was just turned 19 years old and I just, uh, fly out and it was super, was scary, but I just, I just, it, yeah, I never felt like super, felt anxious. Yeah. Cause I thought, I thought those people were like super cool and, and how I'm going to like fit in and everything. But at the same time, it's just what I wanted. Like it, I, I know I've never felt like so, so happy. I was like, it was just, just crazy. I could finally like escape. And and spend some time with people with, who are my age. Yeah, and it's super important for like mental health. It's crazy. So yeah, that's how I got in. Huh? After I started like volunteering, and 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 then here we are. <laughs> that's amazing. I love. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I've. So for the just for anyone listening and and wondering, okay, how how did we how did I even meet Ryan? How did I end up on his work? I ended up on Ryan's work, uh, like I was saying in the intro, because of Coral Gardeners. And that's how I discovered your work. And I went to Coral Gardeners in 2018 uh, when I went to Morea. I had the same feeling, man. I discovered it. I think it was through Chelsea the first time. Um, and I was like, oh, that's so cool what they're doing. And then I managed to... I talked to Titwan and he was like, yeah, man, well, welcome. And the room you're in right now, I was actually sleeping there on the floor. That's yeah. literally when they got the, their office. I arrived right like here, a day. Huh? Yeah. I arrived a, a day after they got the office uh, where you are. And so we, we just like set up a, a mattress on the floor and I was sleeping there. And I remember they, they just made me feel so welcome and it's great energy. And, and they just want to change things, but also have fun and also like create beautiful things at the same time. So I was like, wow, this is the best energy ever. Yeah. Uh, great synergy. And after I came back and then I think the video editor changed and then it changed again. And one day I saw like some videos and I was like, whoa, this is really good. Who did that? And I also saw you shoot, I think maybe with, I can't remember, with it Chelsea and Carl or um, there were yeah, a few people year. that came, yeah. And I was like, oh, who took those photos? They're pretty dope. And oh, then, I, and I was like, oh, that's, who's Ryan? And then I started <laughs> checking and I was like, oh my God, it's so cool. I love what you're doing. And, and, and from what I was seeing, I thought you were always like into like underwater. You always did it before. Or <laughs> it, it seemed like it was like a hundred percent natural or like that you had like 10 years of experience in the field. Yeah, but I only started like one year and uh, yeah, in June, June two thousand two thousand and nineteen, one yeah. and a half year ago. 
which is awesome to learn because it really shows that if you're passionate about something, go fully into it. And yes, you won't, it's not going to be rainbows and, and, and care bears every day. It's probably going to be very dark and difficult at times. But uh, you, when you I find, I find that if you upfront that, that comp if you compress that learning curve at the beginning and the hardship and everything, it gets much easier uh, later. For so sure. yeah, and and then we finally met uh, a month ago when I came yes. to Morea, which <laughs> which is so cool. And we're chatting on Instagram. We're like, okay, uh, when are you going back? And then he's like, I'm <laughs> going back then. I'm like, okay, I'll try to come. Um, because I really wanted to shoot, but, um, yeah, so that's how we kind of got to, I got to know your work and I kind of want to seg segue into something that you guys created, I think recently that went absolutely viral. One of the video, I don't know if you were involved in, in that one. Okay. Or if the, you can, you mean the, the campaign with Alex Isra? Maybe because your account, I mean, the Coral Gardner account had like 50K one day and the next day oh, it yeah. had 500,000 <laughs> followers. <Okay. laughs> and the video was really well done. So can you tell us a little bit more if you were involved? Well, thank you. Yeah, no, it is a super fun story. Uh, <laughs> long story as well, but if, if you allow me, I will. Uh, be, it will be a pleasure to explain you all the story. Just before, how many views does that video have now? Do you know? If you, uh, so we have one account where it has like 56 million views. 56 million on, guys. On Coral Gardener's account, it has like 20 something million views. Wow. And after, if, if we add up all the views, cause it got reposted like thousands of times, uh, I don't know, maybe we're something between around like 80 or maybe a hundred million views. I have, I have no idea to be That's honest. We, we lost track. That's <laughs> it got so out of cool. control. <laughs> I know for, for a non-for-profit, it's like the dream. Um, so hey, so t tell us the story. How did that happen? How did the concept even start? And how did you shoot that? <laughs> oh my God. Now you're going to see the real side of uh, what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were, it was one year ago, I think. Uh, okay. We posted the video on November the 16th. So mm. one year ago in two days. And, uh, we were back in October and Titouan was like, the, the founder of Corridor was like, uh, okay, uh, bro, I hope you're ready. Cause now we have like, we're going to try to do something big for the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we have this, this, this influencer, uh, Alexis friend mm -hmm. who was, uh, supposed to come and visit us for like one week. And we were supposed to do something big with her, but we never really took it seriously we never really knew that she was actually gonna come and so yeah we pick her up uh, at the ferry and and on the way because uh, she was supposed to come like for a week and on the way to the ferry we were like with Titon but I, I was super anxious because I was like but we don't even know what we're gonna do with her like we have no plan <laughs> zero like the professionalist was like zero. <laughs> and so we, we start to talk. And, and so the first day we kind of like explain her, like what we're doing at Coral Gardeners and we take her to the nursery. I tried my, I was super anxious because we had no plan. So I, I didn't know what to do. So I was just trying to film everything I could. And, uh, the same day, uh, 
I like made a small story or like a video that was like super shitty. I I never like like this video, so we never posted it. But I tried to make something. But after I told it one, I was like, bro, it's too much. Like we we need we need to to sit down and talk about what we're gonna do with her and yeah. and find find something because in the beginning we we didn't really know what uh, we were gonna do with her because usually when we have influencer. Uh, they just come for a day and we shoot a couple photos at the nursery and we, we take them like see the reef on the outside and swim with yeah. sharks and so we can have like they can have a good overview of the lifestyle and, and get a get experience what it's like like to, to see the reef and, and be connected with like nature, see the sharks and stuff. And and so we thought we were gonna do this with her, but but then we, we started to discuss with her and we found out that she was really into doing something big and she wanted to create impact and really help us. So we were like, okay, perfect. Then we we say, okay, let's forget the first day. It was like shitty. <laughs> and then we sat down and we had like five days left or six, something like this. And we were like, okay, what do we want? Let's create a crowdfunding campaign. Uh, and then how do we get people to donate to the crowdfunding campaign? And we came up with the idea of having a one minute video, mm-hmm. Instagram post, who was, we, we said, we want it to go viral. Uh, we don't know how, but we want, we, we set our intentions to like, we wanted to, to skyrocket because this is like the future of coral gardeners and it, this is what's going to help us. And so we, we wanted like one minute video. Super straightforward, like uh, energy, energetic, like uh, a, a lot of different content, like uh, a good explanation of what's going on and how you can help. And then a longer video, like 10 minutes, 12 minutes about like her, her trip with us and, and try to dive more into what is Coral Gardeners and have more explanation. But we know that this one was to back up the first video. Yeah. Not a lot, not a lot of people would actually watch the 12 minute long one, but it yeah. was good to have like this one, uh, super like kind of provocative and, and like, uh, straightforward. And the other one to back up with all the explanation of why we're doing what we do and something to really impact people's mind. And so we said for three days, we were shooting all day long and, and trying to get all the content, like, uh, hair planting corals. Uh, we went to like the, the raisin charts and, and like we record, we worked so hard on the voiceover for the one minute video. It was such a tight squeeze. Like she was had to speak so fast to get in order to get all the information into like only one minute was <laughs> tricky. And then, uh, she lives. And, and now it was like my turn. Like I, I've been like shooting the whole week. But now it was, it was all on me. I was super stressed. And, and say, Titon, Titon was like, okay, now I start working on like the one minute video and gather like footage on the internet. Like, uh, cause let, let's be honest. Like if it has not like graphic content at some point, it wouldn't go viral. So we really yeah. like try to look at videos that went viral and see, uh, if there was like a recipe. Yeah. So we try to, to take inspiration from, from the video that went viral, uh, during, uh, earlier this year. And we, we try to make something that looked like this, but with our style. And, and so I spent, uh, the whole night editing. <laughs> I didn't sleep. 
was that yeah because that that's another thing like uh with Coriander we give so much like we we don't count the hours because when at this time I was not getting paid I was doing all of this for free it was and I was starting to to very like they could give me a little bit of money but it was like super hard to to make a living and and sustain myself but um but, but yeah so you you we don't count our hours and I was just like I spent the whole night do editing this and then Titon was like okay it's good but we need like more energy so I changed the music I had like more stuff and and we did we ended up doing during the whole day the next day I was just going back and forth and doing like a new version every hour and we were slowly tweaking it but at some point I was starting to get like not not angry but I was like come on now I think it's good enough but uh but we always like try to push and and how can we make it better because we yeah we had such high expectation for that video we need like to be perfect so I ended up like doing 15 different versions during the day <laughs> and uh yeah at the end we were like okay let's post it tomorrow so so we, you go to we, bed <laughs> yeah I, I finally get to sleep but then, no, no, it's not even this. <laughs> I, I get a little bit of sleep, but I had like the 12 minute video to edit after. And I had oh, wow. no idea. I, at this point, I was, uh, I was, I mean, today I'm still a beginner in videography and, 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 uh, yeah, especially videography. I'm still like a very beginner. But, uh, at this time, one year ago, I was even like, I was like, uh, complete beginner. you you were you were a beginner back then but now you think you're a beginner because you realize how much more you can learn that's what yeah. that's the truth guys <laughs> yeah for sure never was, if you yeah, see yeah. someone who creates something great and they tell you they're beginner or they, they're not good it's only because they realize they can learn so much more <laughs> don't yeah, don't take it for there's, there's so much <laughs> beginners make something bad and tell you they're so happy it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i wasn't at my like best skill uh, yet. yeah and for me a 12 minute video was the the like a 50 minute documentary i was like how the hell i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah. do this with like different sections and everything i was like oh my god so so yeah we i finished this video and we were supposed to post uh the next day but then I say, okay, now I need to start the, the big video because the deadline, the deadline was so short. Yeah. We were like, we were like on the 15th and on the 19th, we were leaving with Titouan on the trip to the Tuamutu archipelago to shoot the video coexistence, you know, the one with the yeah. tiger sharks and everything. So the deadline was so, so tight. And that was like the biggest video I've ever done, like the longest one. So I was like, okay, no time to lose. And I, I, I did like all the sorting of the footage. It took me like one night again. <laughs> I slept at like four in the morning or something like this. And and so the next day we post the video. We had so much high expectation. And it we so we post that video. Everyone in the teams tried to post. We 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 contacted all our ambassador, like maybe a hundred people who have like influence. Yeah, I remember we, receiving a message. We asked them to, <laughs> to to share and to post and do whatever we can to just spread the world and 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 direct people to the crowdfunding campaign. And it started pretty slowly. We were like okay it won't go viral but at, le at least we tried and we gave our absolute best so we have no regret and we 
I don't know if I can say this, maybe we can remove after, but we, we received, but it's pretty fun story. We received a message from Timothy Sykes, the founder of Karamagawa. Yeah. And he was like, oh guys, good job on the video, but uh, not enough to go viral. Like, uh, it's, but it's a good try. Like we're going to come with you and help you make a proper video. And, and we're like, and I was like pretty angry. Like I was like, come on, don't believe in us. And you just like, it's not fun. It's not like, it's, it's not nice. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, whatever. We, we, we did our best. So I, I, I had like no regret. And, and I don't know why or how, like it started to get viral, but, uh, quite some time after we posted it and. Yeah, I, so on the same time I was editing the other video, I spent two, two nights, uh, two, two full days editing the video and finishing the, 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 all the touches. And then it was so tight, this, the, the, the deadline. We post the big 12 minute video while go, getting into the plane to fly to the Tuamutu Archipelago. And so there we have like no Wi-Fi or very little. So we can only check the Wi-Fi uh, in the morning or at night. But it's like super slow. Instagram takes like five minutes to load. And uh, I know so the feeling. Like, <laughs> it's French yeah. Polynesia. If you ever go there, do not expect to be working remotely. Yeah. So, but it was, we were kind of happy because we, we get in the plane, we post the long video. The small video was not viral, but it had... A million view already. Wow, that's already great, no? Your account yeah. had like 50k in, in in size at first, so it's it means that yeah. Instagram was pushing we, it massively. We were, uh, the the account was like uh, 80 80k. Yeah, but we had like the, we were expecting to have a lot of views because of Alexis, because she's she she, mm. has, she has like 13 or 14 million followers. So wow. we were like, okay, but she has 14 million followers. We only have 1 million view for now. And the crowdfunding campaign was not going very well. Like we were, our goal in the beginning was, uh, 5k or 10k, uh, uh, donation. Yeah. And so, okay, we get on the plane. We post the, the big video. We're like, okay, good job. And we can just enjoy now the, the, the trip and try to create like a cool video on, uh, with the wildlife and the marine life there. And, and then it got, it started to get very wild. Like we, we didn't understand what, what, what was going on. Like we, we do the first day and, 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 uh, at night we check and the, the Cora Gardener's account was now at like a hundred K. And we were like, wow, super nice. Like, so that, that's so cool. Like then we asked like the designer, uh, to do like a visual to say thank you for a hundred K. And then the next day, like we, we woke up in the morning and then we were like at 200 K and then we were like, okay, what the hell is going on? Then we asked the designer, okay, guys, please do a 200 K like, uh, uh, yeah. thank you, uh, like visual. And every single day we gained, uh, a hundred K follower Whoa. and we were like, wow, like that we were, we were so happy and it was so fun because we were like on the water the whole day. But then at night we would come back and check Instagram. And every time we load the Instagram again, it would like the, the account would gain like a hundred K. And after like a week, we, we went from 80 K to 550 K. That's it was crazy. crazy. And the, the crowdfunding campaign did pretty well. We, 
in the beginning the goal was 10 10k and we ended up at like 95k or something like this wow so we wild super happy yeah crazy crazy story and then it got reposted like uh, everywhere i i still don't know what what happened that's that's the awesome part i uh, i remember seeing that moment i was like Oh my God, Coral Garners is changing style and they're going for the viral content. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, at first I was like, okay, that's different. And then I was like, you know what? That's great if it if it works out. And then I, <laughs> I kept seeing your account like go crazy. Yeah. Uh, the Coral Garner account, I was like, what? I, I'm not a big fan of like this type of content. Yeah. Uh, we did it once because we knew what we wanted out of it, but we tried to stay away from it. Like we... Yeah. We, I don't really, when it's too much and all the time, no. But if it's like for a certain purpose and for uh, something, yes, because you're just using, like, you know what's working and you're just using it at your advantage to do something good for the world. So I think it was, it was nice. For, it was, for uh, anyone okay. listening who doesn't have context, I'm going to put the links in the description in the show notes. But also, can you tell us what is different or what is it that you don't like in that type of video? Actually, define what is that type of video, maybe. Uh, you know, the when it's like, it's just like using something shocking in mm -hmm. order like to make to make views uh, uh, and when there's not like a clear call to action at the end or or it's just like showing something bad in order like you you either blame some people yeah or you blame like a situation and you don't really give it's just like negative i think it's just like you, you show something negative to people and personally i i want to stay away from all that kind of stuff Uh, on the Alexis friend video, we used like some, some graphic content because we knew it, it has to get, uh, the graphic content, like, uh, uh not in warning, get into, yeah, warning, because otherwise it wouldn't get viral because that was, was one of the criteria we selected for like it to be viral. So we used that, um, But then uh, uh, what we do at Coral Gardeners is what I think is the right way to do it, even though it doesn't perform as well on social media, is just showing the beauty of the ocean in order to make people want to get involved in its protection. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just showing positivity and, and beauty instead of just like uh, showing something that is shocking. Because you, you, you yeah. will get shocked for like a couple of minutes, but after you're like just whatever you... Because everything is like pretty negative and, and if you're just getting bombarded with negative stuff, you add this, at some point you just don't care anymore. You see some, you see some horrible, horrible things and it's, I think it's just not a good thing. But used, if used in good balance, there, you can do stuff like. Yeah, it's an interesting balance do. where, especially for non-for-profits, uh, because you want to raise awareness about the problem, which is not pretty. And then you yeah. also want to balance it out with like why we should care because we should care because it's beautiful and we want to keep that beautiful aspect, right? Or we want to try to preserve it and work on that. And I, I think that's, uh, yeah, that's what Coral Gun has always done a good job, in my opinion, was really showing the, the beauty of everything. Uh, but it's it's interesting to hear how the story like happened and, and how you created that campaign because, yeah, uh, yeah it's it, interesting. It, yes. Yeah, because you see that it, We're just 
because that that's that's I think that's the key element to take away from it's that we were just a bunch of kids like uh, we were uh, 20 20 something 20 20 years old 19 years old and we just wanted to do something and we we had no plan nothing but we just like set ourselves to do something and we we tried our best and we were lucky it's 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 not that we're like the best in the world at what we do we we were lucky as well but it's we we pushed it and then we got lucky and then it created something good and, and thanks to this now uh, we have like a small salary at Coral Gardeners. Now I, I'm I, for example, now I, uh, they they pay me a little bit every month, so I can like sustain myself and keep working for them, and and I'm I'm forever grateful for that. It's like it was like a step that needs to be done in in order to scale up the project. So I think it's important. Yeah, it's a st- it's a stepping stone in the in the project, and it's so cool because. You don't want to be using too much negativity, uh, but you also got to have people understand what's happening. And I understand that when yeah. you use graphic content online, even as a photographer, you know, the, a great example is you go to a protest, right? I did a video of me going to shoot the protest uh, in uh, Chicago during yeah. the Black Lives Matter movement after George Floyd's death. And that's what I prefaced the video was. I was like, please pay attention to how long I'm taking photos and nothing happens. Everyone's like kind of peaceful and like there's a lot of happy or like people are just demonstrating. And look at how short compared to the rest, that part where it's going to go south is in my timeline. Please pay attention to that and bring awareness to what you're going to take away from that video. And And every single time, people think that whole video was like everything was going to to be destroyed you know everything's being destroyed although it represents maybe five to eight minutes out of 30 40 minutes video you know it's a very yes. small amount but that small amount really impacts people and um that's i think that's that's good and and it's dangerous also because it's so easy for us i could have done the whole episode and just spend my time shooting people destroying that's stuff that's where i wanted to to say is that we have uh we have a big responsibility for what we put out there and and for the message we spread so we got to make sure it's it's aligned with who we are and and it's like good for everyone like it 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 benefits everyone instead of just uh fitting ourselves and lifting us up but uh putting everyone down you know yeah like absolutely we we we, we don't we cuz i think that's what what's the problem with like this type of content if it's not used well and if it's like uh yeah if it's not done right you can just lift yourself up but only you because you're getting so much views and attention and stuff but you don't you don't help anything you, you're just showing something and get views out of like a, a thing that is dramatic but if you use it well and and you show the perspective and you show the whole picture then you can bring some value to people and you can uh, you can you can help I think. yeah there's there's nothing worse than people using terrible situations to raise themselves or raise their business yeah. oh oh everyone go support uh, <laughs> buy buy your shit and we're gonna give one percent uh, of our profit yeah one percent of your profit bro that's not you're not even committing to anything here <laughs> it's yeah, like it's, it's only your profit um so yeah, exactly. And and I think yeah, I think Coral Garden has always done a, a good job at staying away from that. I actually 
I think last year I stopped following all the accounts like save this or save that just because I got... Me too, yeah. It's like everything they're sharing, especially during the corona, was about Chinese people, Asian people, about dogs being eaten. I'm like, are you joking? Is that what you're trying to like educate people on? I'm so happy that you say this and that we can agree on this because I did the same thing. I think they lost the main focus. The the uh, I like this saying. It's like the road to hell is paved with good intention. Yeah. The beginning was great. It was amazing. However, it just like slipped into that weird stuff, and I was seeing only negative stuff and and stuff that were not related to the the core value and the core message that they were saying in the beginning. And I just said like stop. It's too much for me. I'm like, like yep. come on. I'm like well, unfollow. Well, yeah, I, I matter here. Like they for me, they lost all the credibility. Like especially yeah. when then you see Instagram say uh, that those facts have not been proven and it's been shown that it's fake. And you're yeah. like, oh, oh. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly the type of of like uh, what I mean by this type of content. That's exactly the, the yeah the, the right one. No, but it's awesome you you stayed away from it. Um, okay, so now you still have your one DX, right? Yeah, a new, st- a new one because I floated one. <laughs> what? No yeah, way. That's really uh, during during my first uh, stay at Coral Gardeners. So yeah. I was like volunteering and. I was getting into like I was learning as well, so I learned a very hard way. But I I floated one 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 DX, and uh, I spent my savings on buying a new one because I was like, how, how did it I happen? Was, <laughs> I don't really know actually, because there was a crack in the dome, and I I didn't check before going in the water, and I was just it was like a simple shoot. I was just at the surface. And yeah. then I look at my camera and I see water inside and, and the, the bottom of the camera was sitting in salt water and I was like, come on. And then uh-huh. I just get, got out of the water. Luckily, the lens was still fine, but the the, the, the body was just like dead. And, right. and it was like super hard, super hard uh, period because I was there for only two months or three months. So I had proven nothing yet to myself and and i had i hadn't done a lot of job and i hadn't done all the stuff i wanted to do with them and i was like okay now it's over like you you crushed like a a 5k camera like what are you going to do next so when i came to french polynesia i i had like some savings that i that i made from my my job and so i was like well you have like some savings you're you're lucky to have to have made some savings so do you want to keep living your dream and i was like yeah there's no way i go back to my old life so i was like okay then spend all your money on buying the new gear and get a second chance so that's what i did it's like it's like the video game game over continue press (laughs) exactly press next and insert coin (laughs) exactly i insert the coin but now now if i crash my camera uh, i have no more coins so i need to be careful (laughs) yeah yeah you gotta be careful maybe you should uh stick with like sony a7 3 i'm just saying it's a little cheaper (laughs) we'll see you you can you can buy two for the price or three for the price of one dx yeah, I don't actually know the prices. I, I like Sony cameras. I think they look super cool. 
but uh, I hadn't really had the chance to try them and and I just I really love Canon and, and especially like the 1DX it feels so the grip feels nice it feels super strong and it's such a good camera yeah when you're on a boat like you guys are all the time it's it's nice yeah. to have something uh, big and sturdy um okay that that's that's awesome and that illustrates what I'm t telling everyone because everyone's like scaring me off with my plastic bag housing yeah and they're like oh blah 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 and i'm like dude you don't know what you're talking about every time i see someone with a i mean not every time but like the two times i went to to coral garners and someone had a aquatech or whatever it was like the first time someone flooded a 5d mark IV, just there and i was with my plastic bag happy next to him and he's like oh no i'm like oh what happened i thought my thing was dangerous <laughs> <laughs> no, and actually, the, it's pretty, yeah. And Your then, plastic bag is pretty interesting. I know. And then uh, second time now, it's you. And and it's so funny because I talked to... Um, and then Chelsea was like, I think she's writing a blog post. And she was asking me, hey, what's the reference for your plastic bag? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> You're not going to recommend that to people, are you? <laughs> you made fun of me. <laughs> and she's like, well, actually, it's a pretty good option for to start. Uh, it's pretty smart. Huh? It's bold. Honestly, it was bold because... When I first look at it, I was like, wow, okay, that, that's, that's scary. Yeah. I would be super scared to use it. But then I see you like taking super nice photos and there, there's nothing to, 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 to envy at like the, the content you're, how do you say? It's, it's pretty good. Like it's, 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 uh, the same quality as like what I do with my, my, my housing or what somebody else can do with like a Noticam housing, which is even more expensive. Like, Yeah, I think the only difference is like how you can, what you can see when you're shooting and and how you can operate it, but that's that's the only difference. And uh, and I mean, we talked about it in the French video about shooting underwater. Uh, sorry for anyone speaking English. We made one in French, but I have two already on the channel in in French in English. So if you want to check that out, but that's what I was saying is that all our housings are gonna let you tweak things differently. Some will give you access to all buttons, which is great. Mine does. You can have access to a button. It's not easy to change them because you have to go through the plastic, but you can't see properly what you're shooting. That's that's a really the downside. And um, I I I want to segue into uh, I think your your video that you mentioned that you were shooting just after you dropped the video, which is um, uh, coexistence. coexistence. Yeah. Those shots. I'll, I'll link it below. You have shots of T1, so the founder with the tiger shark passing by very close and then you have that manta ray going by very close and the way it's shot makes Titoum look big but also it makes the animals look giant and I was kind of curious was there anything that you changed after or was it literally like that on location no. the the only thing we have on this footage is the color grade It's like straight out of out of camera. How, how close were you from the shark? Because it looks so close, <laughs> and it's a massive <laughs> like, shark. Uh, oh, we were like with them. Like, uh, I, I, if I just move my camera like five inches, I just touched the shark with my camera. Wow. We were with with them. That's what that was one of the best moments of my life for sure. The first time I went with tiger sharks. Uh, ever since I, I'm a kid, I, I'm. I'm passionate about sharks. 
Yeah. I don't know why. They're, they're, I just love them. I love their design. I think it's like the, the perfection of like design. They're, they, 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 they look like fighter jets. So maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe. And, and, <laughs> and yeah, I've always dreamed to, to swim with them. And I was a bit anxious in the beginning. But when I just got in the water and, and they, he came close to me for the first time, I was just like, wow. It was the one of the best moments of my life for sure. The, how, how big are they? Like 12 feet, 4 meters, something like that? Um, no. Uh, yeah, bigger. like three, three and a half meters, like 10, 10 to 12 foot. Wow. Tires, yeah. But okay, so that's why on the footage it looks so big because they oh, are because they, they're massive. actually super big. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> they're wow. super big, but they're such like sweet creatures, like. If you if you treat them right and you respect them and and you you just stay humble in front of them yeah. and you pay attention to their body language you never lose sight of them and you you pay attention with like the how how their fins are orientated mm -hmm. uh, if they're like because every shark are, has like its own personality they're like yeah. us and sometimes you just don't want to get bothered and sometimes you're friendly you want to play or you just you just want to like stick around and you're calm and sometimes you was you have to really pay attention on, on how they behave and and mm -hmm. respect that you leave your ego at the surface because when you're down there there it's like it's like their home it's their element and if they want they end your life like this so yeah. you, you stay humble and and yeah, you just enjoyed the moment. It was like just a crazy time, and I I can't wait to go back. I hope maybe this year I can I can get another dive with the tiger sharks. Now it's like my favorite thing to do in the ocean. This and shooting waves for sure. <laughs> nice, that's awesome. I I wish anyone listening could go at least once in their life experience that. I just it yeah. makes us so much more humble towards uh the everything towards nature. Like it reminds you yeah. because it's one of those few moments when you encounter animals that are a lot, 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 lot bigger than you. And you're like, oh, I'm not that significant. <laughs> yeah, and they have such a high power. They basically yeah. they decide if you live or you die. And yeah. and, and people like, it, I think it would be nice for people to realize that like during this dive, I never felt, uh, I've never felt like threatened or uh, mm. insecure they were just there but like gliding peacefully and they were just curious and they're so cute like i have like uh maybe i'll start posting a bit more but i have like some photos where they just look like big teddy bears you know yeah but then that's the, the tricky balance because you want to make them look uh as they are and and they're not the the killer that everybody thinks they are yeah. Like they're not like the, the, the beast or the monsters, but they're not like the teddy bears. Like you, you want to find the balance when you, when you communicate about the, those, because if you, if you show too much, like, and you say too much that they're like super sweet nah, 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 and people can start to, because people after they want like go and they might behave, uh, as they were like teddy bears, but they're wild animals. They're just like, like lions or uh, tigers. Yeah, and you just want to be careful and just react um, uh, as you go. And most of the time, it's just like pure curiosity, and they just come to you until they touch you or you put your hand on their nose. 
mm-hmm. you just uh, gently like redirect them and everything goes well but but is i don't want to spread the message that people they after they're gonna think that they can just go and pet the tiger shark <laughs> or or disrespect yeah. it you know you never like swim after you always wait until it comes and if it comes you just put your hand on on their nose you can like uh like pet them a little bit but always like with respect never grab the fin or like act like you're yeah. superman or always always having the respect but show that they're not like they're i don't like the two extremes and show that they're not the killers and they're not like uh like puppies yeah no it, there is a fine balance and that's what everyone has to remember it can it can be the cutest animal in the world it's still a wild animal that hasn't that doesn't want you to be around like no offense yeah. but it's like having someone you don't know get so close to you and want to touch your hair you're gonna be like what are you doing here like get away from exactly. me exactly <laughs> that's why you pay attention to body language like if they have their like their fins pointing down and they're like pretty uh how do you say uh fast and like maybe, yeah not aggressive but jittering yeah. yeah you you just go back on the boat or if they like go with their uh, jaws and go like like this then you it's like a warning it's, the, it's right. their way of communicating they're not gonna come here and say hey bro uh, i would like you to live like yeah. they're just gonna use what they have what they can in order to like to to communicate through the signs before before they like taste or something like this this, is, you know, before they... this is awesome and as a photographer just like um put you in your place you're like okay you want the shot but just respect yeah. where you are and at the same when you're shooting people respect the people respect the animals yes. respect anything you're exactly. you're trying to capture and when you do all those things it's the best moment of your life huh it's like <laughs> wow the connection you have with them they're like they they come and they're just so close you you can like you could just hug them but no you just you just pay respect you can just put your hand on their belly and you just feel like the all the muscles and like the power and it's, wow it's it's a very humbling experience and it's it's one of the one of my favorite thing for sure that's awesome really, really impacted me a lot i have i have yet to swim with the tiger sharks i did not do that i did the well for the first time which was yeah. insane also um but yeah it's it's such a crazy feeling french polynesia for me had the biggest impact it's the first time where i would leave a place like Morea especially, where I would leave a place and I felt like everything in, around that place was drawing me to it. You know, like the energy, what was happening, the nature, everything. It just felt me, it made me feel so connected to everything, which yeah. was incredible. Um, maybe other places could be like the desert or something, but like really around there, I, I, I felt oh, it pretty strongly. Yeah, sure. it's like a, a funny magnet. Um, I'm going to ask you like a few more questions. I want to be mindful with your time, Ryan. When you were in those dark kind of places mentally, did you have a practice or did you do anything that would help you out? Or were you just like trying to cruise in the storm? Yeah, uh, I think we we can take uh, as much time as we want. I I don't have that that special things to do, but... uh, uh, it's, I think it's pretty interesting and it's super important. Like I, I feel like uh, I really feel like a lot of people are not in like great shape, mm-hmm. uh, especially during those times. 
and yeah if i can help with with what i've learned i mean i still have so much to learn i'm still struggling as well but uh for me the the number one i think uh was stop like uh, putting myself into a victim mm-hmm. and and taking ownership and response responsibility for where i was in life and and actually give taking the control back stop giving all my control and my power away to other people and just realizing that if i'm there and if i'm like this it's because of me and only me it's it's me who changed me and no one else so it's like taking the power back and uh and also like build a body where you're confident in so working out doing some exercise is like number one for me uh, especially if you struggle with the way you look or like you're not confident uh, it's a big one like put in the hours and and just i'm not saying like go to gym and take some some proteins and stuff <laughs> i don't do this uh i only like do body weight workouts and cardio and and you can just get into a good shape like just being athletic no need to like to to if you want to go like to the gym and everything that's a, like another style but it's it's more it's not uh it's not all about the way you're going to look after but it's also about the the mental state that you're going to do after if you set yourself and you train yourself to do hard things and to push through like exercises and you just condition yourself and create like a mindset growth mindset and mm. and it's super important like because you work out when you work out i love that saying is that when you work out you of course like you look better but then you feel better and ultimately like you perform better in every aspect of your life. Yeah. And yeah, like, uh, I think for me, that's the, the biggest one. That's really the one that I, I started with, but after there's of course other, uh, other tricks. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I think it's a great advice. I've had friends because of COVID they've been like staying at home and for a few months and they were not able to sleep properly. They wouldn't, yeah. they would like always be in their own heads, etc. And that until they decided, okay, let's me, I need to move, you know? And, and then some of them went started biking a lot. Another one like went surfing. And the yeah. conclusion for all of my friends was like, oh, wow, I feel so much better. And I sleep so much better. I'm not like yeah. thinking about shit all the time. And uh, I'm like, yeah, welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah, because uh, our bodies are made to move. We're made to do stuff and to have some kind of uh, physical activities. Like it's, it's, it's part of uh, who we are. Like yeah, and are as photographers, you know, like as creators also, you want to be able to tap into your creativity. You don't want to get stuck into your own mind where it's like, oh, I suck yes. as a photographer. I suck as a photographer. You want to switch gear and go into like, okay, this is hard. This is not hard, but w what do I need to make it work? It's just like, I'm sweating. Let's keep pushing. And, uh, yeah. and I've, yeah, as you mentioned, I think it just translates in, into everything you do in life. And the funny part is that, like you say, you don't have to become a marathon runner or like a gym, gym freak. You, you can yeah. just like do 15 minutes every morning or 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's good enough to set you up. It's, uh, which, it, which is fun. You know, most people are like, oh, I don't have two hours. 
Like you don't yeah. need two hours. Like try no, try three like times serious. four minutes uh, of hit workout and see how you feel. <laughs> that's why. That's why I think like there's no excuses. Like for me, like the the body weight training, you have no excuses. You don't need anything. You just need you just need a floor, and you can do your whole workout and and you can do like thirty minutes a, a day when you wake up and it's just like if you do it four times a week you're gonna be impressed by the results for sure when did you learn and, and, that and the uh, and the mental state as well the mental benefits for sure when uh, when did you learn that for yourself maybe two three years ago when i yeah. just wanted to 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 get out of like the get out of my uh shitty situation i was I was doing a bit of workout, but I wasn't doing it properly. So what I would uh, recommend is like what what worked for me a hundred percent is that app called Freelectics. Okay, and it, it has been game changer for me because really nice. when you're working uh, when you're working out on your own, uh, first of all, I think it's good because you you need time alone, you need time for yourself, and and so working out is a good way to take time with only yourself. Yeah. And so, so there's no excuses. You're not waiting for a friend. Then you do body weight training. So there's no excuses. You don't need any equipment or you don't need any, anything else. You just need to, to be somewhere where there's a floor. So I think we all have this and we, you need like a 30 minutes to an hour. And so this app is doing, is preparing the workout based on like your, you do like a test in the beginning. And it's after it's doing workouts with like uh, stretching in the beginning, then the workout, and then mm. uh, cool down after. And I think it, it it does everything for you. You just have to open the app and say, okay, what do we do today? And you oh, don't have to care perfect. about doing your own uh, training program and stuff, which is it's super hard. And now I just follow this and, and as time passes by, uh, you just level up and you do... And it always keeps the right balance of challenging. I love it. That's that's awesome. I'm gonna test it out because yeah. Yeah. Sh- Every sh- time you have to make up your new routine or whatever, then you're like, oh, yeah. okay, I'll think about it tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the problem. So now you just like you just it's not that much. Uh, it's like seventy dollars for a year, something yeah. like this. It's way cheaper than going to the gym, I think. And you just oh, yeah. like it does everything for you. You just you just opened the app. That's great. I'll I'll definitely check that out. I, I want to point that what you're saying to everyone again. If you ever felt like you're going crazy in your mind, or you don't feel good, or you can't sleep, or you're feeling anxious about a lot of things right now, just try going out, run, running, jumping up and down, yeah. doing squats, doing whatever you want. You can even dance. Just put the music really loud and dance. Yeah. Doesn't matter. All you music. will be amazed by by how how good it's gonna change things and you don't have to be good at anything it doesn't matter the matter is just getting your machine which is your body to to pump up some fuel through it and exactly. uh I, I learned that so it's funny because i learned that very young as a kid because i was yeah. doing like 12 14 hours of sports per week through different like school and extra activities and stuff and Later, my mom would always tell us whenever we go crazy, whenever we're like running around and like fighting, she's like, go out. You guys need to vent it off. You guys need to like 
blow some steam and it always stayed in me and now every time I know I'm going a little crazy I'm like I didn't I didn't do enough exercise that's the one reason I'm not feeling good or my mind is not right is because I'm not exercising too much energy <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> like building up inside and and your mind yeah. is like oh let me feed on that energy but the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> I think another very very key things to get because there's so much like uh, we could talk about this for hours and hours about like how do you get out of like those those dark times but uh i think the the a big big one and very important is also like to start talking about it yeah whether it's through journaling i think journaling works very well and it works even better uh when when things are not going well Yes. Like, because uh, I've been in in states where everything was right, and I I found myself like, okay, but why why do I even do the journaling, you know? So yeah, I'm I'm clearly not an expert in journaling. I'm still I've only started like uh, in the beginning of this year, so I still try to figure this out. But I I found that it's super efficient when when things are not going well. So you just write down those questions. You don't even have to really answer them right away. But you just write down what, how do you feel, what, what, and try to question, always try to question yourself. Ask you the, 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 I don't want to say the right question, but ask you some questions and, and start to talk about it. Like find someone or, so if it's not through your journal, start to like, don't keep the, the thing that I was doing and, and killed me for so many years is just like I was keeping everything for me and everything inside mm. of like, all my emotions, I was super stressed and I was scared of what people would think. And so I was just keeping everything inside and it just doesn't work. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not the way to do it. So either you write uh, like a letters that no one will, will read or you just speak to someone else. Uh, it's the, it's a giant step forward. Yeah. It's I not feel everything, like every but time it's, you... it's a mandatory step. Yeah, I, your your advice, like speak about it and let it go off, is so important. I feel like every time you're not saying something, you're just adding it into a pressure cooker, and yes. then one day your pressure cooker is full, and the, exactly. the the steam is like going out, and then you have the fire that's burning at the max at that moment, and everything actually matches so that it's a perfect storm, and it's it's just terrible. Oh yeah, and at some point you're just gonna blow up. Yeah, so it's just a matter of time. <laughs> so just let it go as it comes, and it's a lot yeah. easier. The um, the the one thing I want to mention for journaling, I heard it the other day um, from another podcast. Someone was talking about journaling, and that like they didn't really see the point of journaling when everything was great uh, when they started, or like when they would do it, they would barely write anything. What they discovered through life over like forty years is that well, dark times always come back, not in a fatalistic way. It's more like, oh, life is like a mountain. Sometimes you go up, sometimes you go down. The view is still beautiful, but sometimes you're in the valley and you need to go back up. So what they realize is that journaling about the good times also helps them see the good times written on paper versus if you pick up your journal and it's a journal of death (laughs) you're like oh my god life sucks you know but if there is a good balance or you're able to go back to happy times uh and i was kind of like surprised i was like oh that's actually a good advice so i tried to implement that 
Yeah, I think I heard this also maybe on Matthew McConaughey podcast or something like this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. And yeah, it's it allows you to analyze uh, when everything was well and when you were at your best shape, best uh, best mental state, what you were doing, what were your habits, uh, and everything. It's a good like it's a good uh, documentation. It's 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 useful data. Because so <laughs> you when you're fe feeling terrible eating potato chips on your couch and watching yeah. <laughs> depressing movies, <laughs> then you can look and be like, oh, I was actually uh, going out and I was working out and yeah. <laughs> I was eating healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why. And that's awesome. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much, uh, so much for the, the insight and the openness so far in the discussion, because I think it's it's great and also to show that people it's it's not like perfect you don't necessarily know where you're going in life at all times you know it's it's more about like i felt like somehow through what you were telling you had that gut feeling that yes it's dark but some something was telling you just keep going a little bit longer <laughs> yeah you never know like keep your dreams are closer than what you think they are and you you, you never know what's around the corner that's why you Consist consistency is like the key you just gotta keep going push a little bit further like that's just, awesome just keep going and sometimes your dream is not what you thought your dream was uh, exactly so that's, that's why you better. gotta ask yourself questions take time for yourself ask yourself questions all the time do you, you have you questions that you like to ask yourself or like a specific question or a way you would ask a question hmm Mm, not really i think it's 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 a continuous like uh thinking and okay. sometimes it's bad because it's like overthinking you don't yeah. want to overthink as well like because uh, after you you start to asking all your all these questions and blah 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 and you create your you create problems inside your head and and things that are not even real yeah so yeah i like to keep it very simple and try to to try to really identify what do I have control over mm -hmm. and and ask myself this question. Yeah, do I have control over this or this situation? And if I do, then okay, then work, then do the work to, to make it better. But if I do not have control over this, I just, I train myself to just let it go because there's great. nothing you can do about it. And, and that's what I've been struggling so hard. It's, I was worrying about all that stuff and all the, the things that I had no control over. And it's, it's a waste of energy and time. And it's, yeah. it's so crushing. Yeah. I can, <laughs> I can imagine it's, uh, um, it's a good, it's a great practice. That's really good. Okay. What, so for anyone, what do you have control over? And if you do have control over it, then do something about it. And if you don't, then yeah. let it go <laughs> move on um i also found out that turning why questions like oh why am i bad or oh why is this not working out for me or why 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 you know i found that if you flip that question and just try to ask the same question with what or how for example what about my photography is is actually not pleasing right now or or, or bad if I want to go that way and then you can actually yeah. find answers because if you ask why then you think it's your fault but it it's it's not a question of is it your fault or not you're you're the one in control it's more like what steps can you take in order to change yeah. said situation like how can I oh why is my relationship not going well okay 
how can I make my relationship go exactly. towards a better place uh, with myself, yeah, I love, with others? I love your perspective. It's, yeah. it's asking the question, but ask, asking them in a smart way. <laughs> you just got to change the way you ask the question and suddenly you go from like misery to problem solving. But yeah. I'm not saying problem solving is always the solution, but that's where I go and it makes me feel better. So yeah. yeah it's a good state. Yeah. Okay. Everyone go check out Ryan on social. Ryan, where can we find you? Uh, mainly Instagram. This is where Instagram? I use most of all my work. Yeah. Okay. So Instagram, most of the Coral Gunner stuff is you uh, as for like now. 80, 80%, something like Yeah. This. So that's amazing. And if you want any tips and you speak French, Ryan has a video on my channel. If you speak yeah. English, we've got videos, but Ryan's not there yet. <laughs> In the future, we'll do something again. And uh, Ryan, thank you so, so much for taking the time. Is there anything you want people to think about for, let's say, the next two weeks? Uh, the next two weeks? Uh... Could be creative challenge or just like live question. Yeah, I think it's... I think we're in a time where we need to reconsider uh, how things work and and we we're giving uh depending on where you live in the world we're giving some time to 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 think about it and is this really how do we want to to continue to live and, and to continue like to treat nature and there's that's that uh, that takeaway I got from like a masterclass I, I listened to, uh, which uh, the Colonel Hadfield is like an astronaut and he was like commander of the ISS. So it's like he has some good tips and he, he did something that really stuck with me. And it's that we're not passenger on Earth. We are crew members. So hmm. a crew member is not uh, is not like you're not a passenger. You're not enjoying and just using whatever you want. And we're crew members, so we got to take care of our ship and yeah, how can you, how can you, how can you make some changes in your life? So you treat other people better and you treat nature better. And ultimately you, you, you save yourself because we're not saving earth, we're saving ourselves. That's for sure. Thank you so much for listening. Before you go, would you like to receive once a week a free short email with my top five inspirations, photos with settings, gear I've loved, and what I've been watching, reading, or listening to that really inspired my work and my life lately? If you want it, just go to pierretilambert.com forward slash top five and you will be in. Every week you will receive that short email to set you off on a good vibe for the weekend and inspire you. Now with that being said, have an amazing day. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.